This episode is sponsored by Creative Cake Design, the online resource for all things cake. Take your cakes to the next level with hours of instructional videos from world-renowned cake experts. New videos are added every month to the large catalogue of cake decorating videos, which include demonstrations, tips and tricks and step-by-step tutorials. Go to go.creativecakedesign.com forward slash DCC. Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the business of cake making. Um, so hello, today's guest is uh, Karen Portaleo, and she's based in Atlanta, but she spends a lot of time teaching cake art internationally and has taught in over 23 countries. She has had and is still having an amazing career from a bachelor's degree in fine art very impressive. Karen has also appeared on television shows such as Food Network's Cake Challenge four times, Halloween Wars and Cake Wars, winning all but one. She's also appeared on her own show called Cake Catastrophe on Food Network. Her work can be seen in National Geographic Strange But True with her octopus cake. Karen loves octopi and has a tattoo of one as well. Karen has also been in Wild Arts by Paddy and uh, Faddy Impress, I knew I'd stumble on that word, <laughs> as various, various publications and websites worldwide. There is still so much more I could talk about, but hello, Karen, and thank you so much for being a, a guest on The Business of Cake Making. Hello. Hello to you both. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very, very <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to say you're one of the biggest people we've had on here yet. So <laughs> oh, this my is, goodness. <laughs> this is very exciting for us. Um, we ask all of our guests this, but um, I have a feeling a lot of our listeners will already know so much about you or even recognize you from the TV. But how did you get into the world of cake? Well, um, it was all quite an accident, actually. It was never a goal, although my grandfather was a pastry chef. I grew up in bakeries, Um, but years back, I found myself a single mother, and I had been making props and sets for advertising, and the economy kind of devastated that industry, and I had a friend that opened a bakery, and I was familiar with bakeries. I hadn't worked in one since I was probably 14, but I felt comfortable. So I asked my friend if I could come in for a while and just help out until my industry came back. And lo and behold, I just kind of, it took over and I stuck with it. And here I am, like, I don't know, 18 years later, I can't even I know. (laughs) I just added that up today. (sighs) A very fast 18 18 years. years. That's that's amazing. So you you have created cakes for very interesting clients. Um, Elton John, Demi Moore, the program Stranger Things, and just so many so many more. Um, we'd be here forever if we mentioned them all. If a customer comes to you and asks for a very specific style of cake, 
what would you really get excited to make? And do you have anything that you love doing? Or is there a cake out there that you would really, really love to make that you haven't done yet? Well, um, the cakes I like the most are when somebody has kind of a loose idea and they really trust me. You know, when somebody says, oh, let's see, we're going to have a party. It's at the aquarium, like the octopus cake and Mm. do something related to the aquarium. And then I can do whatever I want. The things that actually I, I stress out about are when I'm asked to do portraits. Those, those really stress me out a lot. But, um, is, is that because, is that because Mm -hmm. people know what they're going to look? Is that because it's sort of like the expectation of what it should look like or? Yes. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we're all very critical of our own work and, and I'm definitely critical of my own work, but when it comes to a portrait, you know, people have an idea of how they want to be represented. So even if you kind of feel like you nailed it, you could still find that the client does not agree. (laughs) So those are, those tend to be more stressful, but, um, you know, back to the aquarium, I've always wanted to do an installation. Atlanta has, I think it's the world's biggest aquarium, although we're constantly competing with Japan. Um, But there's this big wall where you can see the beluga whales swimming behind glass. I've always wanted to do an edible installation where that's at the back and you're all, all the creatures in front of it are edible and bring in Mm. chocolatiers and sugar people and just have this huge installation. That's what I I wish somebody would ask me to do. (laughs) That'd be fun. (laughs) Have you have you asked them if you could do it or I haven't. I well I have a feeling they would probably say yes, but I need somebody with a little financial backing yes. to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least pay for materials because certainly I would get um so much fun out of it. It would be worth it. Yeah, I think so. Mm, definitely. Um, Bron, you recently chose your edible artist oil paint kits as a product of the week, which, which is a feature we do on the podcast. They're, they're amazing. Um, they're so good. <laughs> actually, I, I told one of my friends that you were coming on and she immediately went, oh, are you going to talk about the edible artist paint kit oil paints? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Um, so it'd be really nice to be talk about them and your new range um, called Omnicolors as well. Would you yes. like to explain to the listeners what they are and what made you decide to dis- develop an ingenious and usable product as this? Um, well, starting with the paints, um, I had met the lovely people from Sugarin when I was teaching at a cake show in India. And they reached out and said, is there something that you want, something that doesn't exist? Because they said, would you like fondant or something? I was like, oh, you know, there's so much fondant. Um, And they said, well, is there anything that you want that doesn't exist? And I knew immediately, I've always wanted edible oil paints because my background, I do have a fine arts background. So painting, painting. and sculpting has been really important to me or, you know, it's what I enjoy. And I've always felt limited by 
gel color, or for years I was painting with powder food color and glaze, and that's great. And I did that for years, except that it dries very quickly. Um, it, it's very shiny. And I find a lot of time in my classes, because it dries quickly, I see how other people who aren't really familiar with painting struggle with that step. Because if yeah, you go definitely. too far, too much color, and it dries immediately, you're kind of stuck. So I wanted yeah. something where you had more time to work with it. You could wipe away if you went a little too heavy. Um, and, and there just wasn't a product like that. So the people at Sugar and worked really hard. We worked for a little over a year developing the product to get it right where it is. And we're still tweaking a few things, um, but... I'm overall, I'm super happy with it. And I'm so happy to see how it's been received and to see what people are doing with it. That's what's blowing my mind because there's people who are kind of taking ownership and doing things with it. I never even thought of. So I love that. I love yeah. That. And, and, and the, the fact that it doesn't dry, that's my favorite thing. Cause I use, I love using color like abstractly in my work. Um, and I've been using like I've been using cocoa butter with dust in, and that again that just dries very very quickly. And the only way to get rid of it is to scrape it off. And it's it's the fact that you can keep manipulating it and moving it around and and almost right. and create texture in it as well, which is really lovely. Right, and then eventually it does dry and it doesn't yeah. smear, which is the other thing. Like with cocoa butter, you know, you still have to be really careful about your surface. Yeah. But with the with the edible artist oil paints, you can, you know, rub right on it once it's set up. It's just mm, it's lo they're lovely, lovely. They we I mean, it, this it's in quite a new feature, our product of the week. And that was my very first product of the week. It was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Thank it was you good. for that. Thank you. And so the other product that we're working on is called Omnicolors. Yeah. And the. um the idea behind that product is to have some highly concentrated color so you don't have to use as much um, and something that will work both in chocolate and in royal icing. Nothing before has worked with both products. So we're still like getting the concentration just right and it's, it's a very tricky product but we're determined to have it, you know, because like if you need a really deep color, everybody struggles with red and black and, you know, eventually you can add so much to your fondant or to your um, buttercream that you, it starts to break down. So I wanted mm. something that would, you didn't have to add as much. And the other exciting thing about it is that, eventually we're going to release a hundred different shades. Wow. Which, I know that's so exciting. <laughs> it, it, you know, because when you're doing something, especially when you work in a bakery and you're doing production work, you need your first cupcake to look exactly like your yeah. 300th cupcake. Yeah. So with hundred colors, you can pick one and it's, you know, you don't have to keep trying to mix that yeah. specific color. It's right there for you. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's the yeah, there is there is nothing nothing worse than getting to the end of your piping bag and finding you've still got five cupcakes to do. 
Yes. 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 We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not very artistic um, when painting or drawing. drawing. Um, I'm more into sculpting and creating things with my hands. Would you use your paints when adding colours to a sculpted creation? Absolutely. I mean, with the edible artist oil paints, you can add those into, actually, you can add those into anything. You can add it into your chocolate and your fondant. Um, And a lot of people are working three-dimensionally and then painting on it, Um, adding little touches like um, somebody... uh, Oh God, Benny Rivera, Chef Benny Rivera just did this tiered cake. Now it's it's a tiered cake. It's not sculpted, but he used the colors to create the illusion of this splash of rainbow colors. That. Yeah, I've and seen that. It's amazing. Isn't it beautiful? And yeah, I think anybody stunning. could do that. So maybe you say somebody wouldn't feel comfortable painting a portrait, but this splash of color, you oh. can put that on anything. And if that's, you know, like I was saying, to see what other people are doing with it, that's what's really exciting for me. Fantastic. And me. Um, so you are <laughs> attending Cake International again yes. this year. Um, and we I are am. very excited to see you. Hopefully we can get to meet you in the flesh because we will both be there as well. Um, okay. Will you have a chance to do any live sculpting are you promoting your products what in what capacity are you going to be there this year well i am going to be there at the sugar and booth um demonstrating um the paints and the omni colors and secretly maybe one other thing that i'm so excited about but i don't know <laughs> if i can talk about it yet but it's so cool oh it's that is so cool. exciting oh it's so exciting <laughs> i'm really excited about this so hopefully that'll all come together by by then um but since i'm going to be there i've asked melanie if i could do a workshop or something and she said absolutely but we haven't we haven't really um made anything more than a decision that I was going to do something. So um, if anybody has any ideas or something they'd like to come and see for a workshop, let me know. Send me an email. Mm. I'm going to get my thinking head on now. (laughs) (laughs) So can we just go back? Um, Because you're talking about how you got into the case. We didn't actually ask you how you got onto the Food Network or anything like that, because I'm sure people would be really interested. How do you... How do you get involved with like these big competitions, these big TV competitions? Because I think I've seen every single one of them that we get to see in the UK because we don't get to see all of them. Um, And it's one of those things you think, do you apply? Do you audition? What what happens? Do they approach you? Well, originally, um, when I first started doing the shows, it was it was kind of hard to get on them. But. I worked with um, an artist, Joshua John Russell, who has his own YouTube show, um, and he's fabulous. Well, he and I worked together um, in the bakery, but he had already done a lot of Food Network stuff. So he invited me to be his assistant on an episode. And while I was there, they took me aside and asked if I would like to come on and be the lead competitor. Um, And so that's how I got started right now, though, 
in America, at least, um, if you have ever made a cake, somebody's going to call you from some show at this point, you know, like it's constant emails because there's lots and lots of shows, which is, I think, a, a, a great sign of health for the industry that the entertainment industry is still, still so interested in what we do. And, you know, audiences are still so interested in what we do um, that they're just kind of tripping over each other to think of new shows right. and to have people come on them. So it's, it's very easy now, you know, but it, it wasn't quite as easy in the beginning. Would you do any more or would it have to be just the right show to, to do it, do you think? You know, at this point, I, I'm not interested really in competing right anymore yeah but i i would definitely be interested in say being a judge or being a mentor or some kind of thing where i could work with the artists um more than being the competitor myself right yeah that makes sense i suppose being there done that move on to the next stage (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Um, in your bio on your website, you talk about your love of teaching and um, we can see you have taught internationally in many countries. How did you discover you were an, a, a natural teacher? Well, that was another thing that was not planned. Um, I was approached <laughs> by um, Chrissy from Too Nice to Slice, which is a shop in Canada in Kitchener, Ontario. And she called me and she said, we would like you to come teach in our classroom. And I said, I have never taught and I don't think you should be asking me to do such a thing where people come and pay because I really don't know what I'm doing. And she said, oh, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. And so I said, well, I'll try it. And in the meantime, right after that, Carrie Vincent Um, who had the big show here and was on Food Network, um, she asked me to teach as well. Suddenly I got these invitations. I was like, all right, well, I'll try it. But I (laughs) I didn't know how I would do. So I'm very grateful to the people who took a risk and paid for those first classes because I was really learning as I was going. (laughs) But I do love it. I I love it. I have a lot of fun in the classroom. and I'm I'm thrilled that I can keep doing that. I've I've watched quite a few of your videos um, online uh, over the last few weeks, um, and I love the way you talk. You're so calm and just relaxed, mm. and you're just talking us through what you're doing. It's just lovely, really relaxing. Yeah. Do you have you have you been? Is there been a um, do you have a favourite place that you've taught or a favourite class that you've done? Well, you know, I love to travel and teaching has given me the opportunity to travel to places that I may never have chosen to, to go to on my own. Um, for example, I got to teach in Istanbul and I would never probably have said, Oh, I'd like to go to Istanbul, but it was, I mean, people use this phrase a lot. But honestly, it was life-changing. It was the most incredible 
place. And I felt the same. I got to teach in Vietnam. And I don't know if I would have said, you know, specifically, I want to go to Vietnam. But now those are two places that I would love to go back and like bring my daughter and spend some time. Those two places were just, I mean, I'm a very fortunate person for for being, for having been invited, but those two places really stand out as just magnificent. When, when you're actual teaching, when it comes to moving around the world, how do your, how do the materials react? Do you have to adapt to, you know, like just, you know, I mean, humidity and heat? Yes. Are you learning as you go or, or do you know what to expect? It's, it's more about what is available in each location. So right. Atlanta is an extremely humid place and very, very hot. I understand you guys are experiencing some serious heat, but this is kind of how we, we kind of live with that for a, for a good part of the year, and it's extremely humid. So right. um, I've learned how to work in really tough, you know, with heat and humidity and all of that. But the real challenge is to um, work with different products that are available. You know, for example, something as simple as rice cereal treats. While marshmallows aren't popular everywhere. So sometimes it's kind of like, well, what can we use instead of marshmallows or these little tiny, really strawberry flavored things that don't melt right. And you just have to kind of figure it out and keep going, keep the class going. (laughs) It's things like that. So things that, that maybe I take for granted here, um, completely is completely unavailable in another country. And you just kind of have to wing it. it (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you one place, um, New Zealand, because New Zealand is very isolated And it's very hard and expensive to get anything there. They're really, they're kind of like, listen, tell us what we're going to do. And we're going to have to figure it out. And they said from the beginning, we're going to figure it out. We're going to, we may have to change a bunch of things, but we may not have everything you need, but we'll figure it out. Because that's what we do here because we don't have access to the same stuff other countries have. So that was, that was a real challenge, but. That surprises me because New Zealand, you kind of think of New Zealand as just for us where we are, it's literally just the opposite side of the world and they live a similar life, but just with the seasons the other way around. I didn't realize it was so tricky for them. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's all about shipping and the cost of shipping oh. and how just unbelievably more expensive um basic things are because of the shipping. And I, I suppose they're kind of out whereas England or Britain, we're, we're kind of a hub and lots of people, you know, to Europe, to America, whereas they're kind of out in they're the middle of nowhere. They're tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, the right. Corner. Everything yeah. has to come on a ship and yeah. all of that. So, yeah. Gosh. So if I wanted to be taught by you, um, how would I go about it? What would I do? Well, um, I've been really bad at posting all my classes this year, I have to be honest, but um, it's all it, because it's evolving quickly because all the rules have changed since COVID, you know, yeah. and even classes that I have, I'm kind of staying loose because, you know, everything's spiking again and who knows what's going to happen yeah. and 
three months even. Um, but the best way, um, if you specifically wanted to take a class is to just reach out through my website. Um, and my email is just Karen at Karen Um, I do a lot of private classes and, um, I travel to do private classes as well. Uh, and I try to post classes that I'm teaching. I've been relying too heavily on the, the people who are hosting the classes to do that. I've been bad about that this year. But, um, yeah, a simple email usually is a great first step. Excellent. Um, do you have any plans or exciting ventures planned for in the, the future? Uh, well, I mean, there, as far as classes go... Yes, I will be in the UK. I've got a trip coming up very soon in August, actually, to Australia. Um, excited about that, to be back in Australia. Um, and just, you know, all of it is exciting to be back in the classroom and seeing everybody. It's still, you know, I've been to some big cake shows here and people are still very cautious and that makes a lot of sense, but it's so exciting. You know, I think we appreciate each other so much more yeah. and the ability to, oh, whereas so we took it for granted before, right? Now it's just, yeah. you know, new things <laughs> and connecting and seeing each other and being with cake people and not necessarily even having to talk about cake things. Just being with our tribe is exciting at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a bit like because we went to Cake International last year um, and it was quiet. It was really quiet. And a lot of the ex exhibitors hadn't turned up because they didn't have stock and things like that. Whereas this year, I'm so excited about this year because I'm yes. hoping that it's going to be kind I've of really back to where hopes. it was. Yeah. But who I knows? Because like you say, yeah. there are spikes. and I know we have to just stay flexible. Stay yeah. flexible but optimistic. That's kind yeah. Of I'm trying how I'm trying to play it all. <laughs> right. So this is your opportunity to promote promote you. Um, where can we find you? Where do we go to search you out? Online, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest of it. Where do we get in touch? I've tried to make it easy. So everything is just my name, my website, KarenPortaleo.com. Um, my Instagram, uh, TikTok, but you know, I'm not great at that. I have a few TikToks up. Um, but, um, and then the other Instagram page is Portaleo Paints. Um, and that's where you can really see, I have a few things on Portaleo Paints, but that's where you can see what other people are doing with it. Like, you know, to see Carla Puig work with it. She does those amazing faces that are so realistic. Yeah. I think they're just going to speak to you. Yeah. And to see her working with them is just so such a thrill for me. Um, and you've got people doing cookies and people painting on pie crust and painting on sourdough bread. That's a big thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. But that's a thing. <laughs> Yeah. And what everybody's loving about the paints is that you can paint on the pie crust or on the bread before you bake it. Wow. And all of the colors stay really bright and vivid 
through the baking. People are doing that with gingerbread too, painting it before the baking. So head wow. over to Paints on Instagram and see just yeah. the wild array of what people are doing with the paints. Well, That's really say, exciting. What I love, what I love about you is that you're genuinely excited about your craft. Still, you I, know, you're, you're, it's it. It comes across that you you're still wanting to do more, and you're genuinely excited about what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. And like I keep saying, you know, what, what everyone else is doing is kind of like, oh, you know, I can't think of everything that could be done with this, but just to see, to see other people understanding what it was that I felt was missing and to see them go, yes, yes, now I can do this. I can do that. And I just, it, it's honestly thrilling, right? Really exciting for me. Your enthusiasm is infectious. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a joy to speak to you. Um, Definitely. And we hope to be able to catch up with you at Cake International. That I really- hope so too. Yeah. And thank you both so much for inviting me and for being patient with my schedule today while I kept rolling it forward. I'm so glad that we all got to get together. Oh, so definitely. <laughs> so we. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. See you at Cake International. Sorry to interrupt our amazing podcast. We're going to talk now about creative cake design and their advanced skills, which is on their website. Yeah, so our sponsors, Creative Cake Design, um, the advanced skills section, there's so much in it that's quite frankly blown my mind, actually. (laughs) Actually. It's just my fa- it, my favorite bit was the airbrushing skills bit because oh, I actually le- I've learned stuff that I was like, why didn't I do that? But I'm not <laughs> going to tell the listeners; they're going to have to go and purchase it to pay their two dollars, which is a tiny amount of money, weeny amount. Yeah, for, I mean, oh. for the information you get in, it's yeah. it's nuts. The, my favorite was the wafer paper section. Oh my god. Yeah. conditioning wafer paper I and know. making glue. I know. Mind and keeping blown. it and whizzing it up in the little machine. I know. Um, keeping but, all yeah. your little bits and pieces. And yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. Um, so much information on there. Yeah. And um, I can't believe it is just $2 at the moment. I know. With Fantastic. our special code, obviously. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's, and there was a whole section on arranging sugar flowers on your cake yes and and how to put them on and there was a section on um wrapping your cake in wafer paper yes which I have never done before but I think I will try it now and there's a stained glass section as well stained glass has a rich history that dates back over a thousand years it's very interesting and then put it on a cake (laughs) wow yeah yeah but my favorite was was the airbrushing bit I do like airbrushing and the, oh, it's, and there was two sec- sections on ice amount. Yeah, is there? There's like a thing about how you keep your bubbles out. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds yeah. a bit wrong, doesn't it? But yeah, keeping your bubbles out of your ice amount. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And it, and it does work as well because I, I knew I knew this. Right. I, I watched it again, obviously, but um, yeah, it does work. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. There's this just the whole thing, the whole website, creative cake design, and they're adding to it. It all, every month, I think yeah. there's new stuff going I on did, every month. Yeah, I noticed when I went on yesterday, there was there had been some new stuff added yeah. as well. 
So even if you pay $2 and you watch the whole lot, if you keep going back every month, there's new stuff every single month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing is that they've also got an amazing face um, Instagram page. So I've been following them on Instagram as well, which is uh-huh. really good. And they flag up when there's new videos coming out. So you yeah. can go and watch them. I think I do follow them, but I, I'd say everybody knows I'm not a social media um, <laughs> queen. So. But if you want to, if you want to grab this amazing two dollar um, yeah. option, it if you go to go dot creative dot com forward slash dcc, and that will take you to the page where you can sign up for just two dollars, which is about one sixty five, one pound seventy ish. Um, and you can and, just get all this information. And you'll get to spend time with Rachel Tufel because she's lovely. She's lovely. And she's got an amazing taste in purple. Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Shall we get back? Yes. Ab. Aaron Portaleo. Wow. Amazing. I love her. You have to watch some of her videos. I've just had them on loop. I've literally been trolling her. No, it's not trolling. <laughs> it, it, no, it kind of is. You've been stalking her. Yes. <laughs> oh, but she was just so enthusiastic. She was like, yes. everything that everyone's doing is creative yes. and exciting and wow and fresh and even though she's been at work all day she's definitely didn't look like she had no she didn't she was lounging on that sofa yeah arms she she's obviously someone that speaks with her hands she's like yeah does stuff with that yeah just and she has a dog (laughs) she she was just about to take her dog for a walk we should have asked what dog she had really shouldn't we yeah 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 we like dog people we like cat people too meow (laughs) <laughs> Woof! <laughs> but no um what an amazing guest we were yeah i know it's been three long episodes without a guest yeah you've had to listen to us waffling on even though we're really interesting but <laughs> wow what a guest to come back yeah, with yeah exactly what yeah. a wait and have we got some other guests lined up oh, oh my, my god. god we wow. have some Karen may have mentioned one of them. She, well, she, yeah, she may well have done. She may well have done. <laughs> yeah, no, we have we've got some great guests on this. It, it's like famine, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we'll just have the whole feast in one go. Yeah, so we've so. got lined up to the end of the year practically. Well, not quite that long, but you know, <laughs> it would be good if we did. But yeah, thank you for your patience. Yes, right, everybody, it's time. <clears throat> okay then. <laughs> Product of the week, product of the week, product of the week. You know, I've changed it up a little bit today. (laughs) Right, go on then. What's your product this week? Okay, well, I had to do a black wedding cake. And um, black fondant. Black fondant, yes. And my husband, Mark, the lovely Mark, was going. Oh, can you make sure you get some gloves, please? I get fed up with your hands. They're always a funny colour. Can you just, you know, make sure you get some gloves? But of course I forgot. And uh, <laughs> so... That's, that's the sign of a good cake maker is multicoloured hands. Yeah, that's right. So I um, I'd brought product in advance because I was organised for once. Mm-hmm. And I purchased from Cake Stuff... Um, Black luxury sugar paste, ready to roll fondant icing. Oh, 
from Couture. Luxury, quality, satin smooth, ready, coloured sugar paste. And it was amazing. Was it? Because really... quite often working with black sugar paste, it falls apart, doesn't it? It's just oh, got so much oh, colour Oh, yeah, in it. and you get elephant skin in it as oh, well and everything. Yeah. No, um, I do, bought two packets right. of um, two and a half kilograms each. So I bought five kilograms. I'm not thinking, not thinking to measure it out or anything. And I made it go <laughs> for the lot. And I did ruffles on it as well. So uh, I really loved it. Was it easy I rated to work it. with? It was easy to work with. It was really hot as well. So um, <laughs> it was, re- was it really hot? Can yeah, we just say was- we are recording this the day after the hottest day of the year? <laughs> the hottest day of the year ever. Ever. <laughs> in, in the UK, ever. So for all our international <laughs> yeah, yeah. listeners. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I rate it. I think it's Excellent. it's brilliant. And oh my god, it just the next you know you get up next day and you go down and do all the decorating everything. It was just so smooth. It had beautiful crisp corners. It just it was just perfect. Oh. Perfect. And you're going to have perfect, to send me a picture of that black. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Are you now quoting TikTok or Instagram reels? Is that what we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time without noticing. You'll yeah. have to send me a picture of the cake so I can put it on Instagram so okay. everyone can see it now. All right, we'll do. So you've said how perfect your cake is. It's got to be yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay, <sighs> it's your turn now. Right, so this week, um, as you know, because I sent you a picture of my new sexy turntable. Oh, my God, I showed <laughs> all of my family. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought myself a new sexy turntable, which is an aluminium one, but that's not the one I'm going to recommend. Oh. It's wonderful. It's amazing. But it was like 40 quid, right? The reason I bought a new one is because I'm doing more and more content for our Instagram page. Um, and I wanted sort of like something that was new and shiny for while I was working. However, you cannot go wrong with my old one, my old turntable. And that is my product of the week. That is my Ikea Snudder Lazy Susan. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> Go on. Jack put mine through the dishwasher. <gasps> <laughs> it's no longer usable. <laughs> but... Oh gosh! Right, so I, you might have seen mine on my on the Instagram feed because um, yeah. it is the the turntable that I've been using up till now. It's a wooden Lazy Susan. It's 38 centimetres, which I think is about 14, 15 inches, and it's eight pound. From is that, st- is that the, the one you had in the shop? No, so this is my second one because the one that I had in the shop, I did buy a new one because although the one I had in the shop still works, and it's behind me, it's here, it's here behind me, um, it just got really tatty looking because it's wooden yeah. and it just got a bit scratched and scraped and I just yeah. thought, so I bought a new one and when I bought the new one it was six pound but they've now gone up to eight. <sighs> inflation um but it's called (laughs) but it's called snudder and it's about an inch off the ground off the table so it doesn't topple over it's really stable it's got a really good rotating action is that what I want to say yeah um it goes around (laughs) but it's not 
Yeah, you know, you get like the cheap plastic ones, yeah. you know, like the cake decorating cheap plastic ones. And yeah. I've got one that, that's got like a bit of a, you can kink the bottom of it so it angles it and then your cake falls off and then... Yeah, oh. I, I had to get rid of mine. Too many yeah. disasters. Yeah, so um, I don't use any of the plastic cake decorating ones anymore. I've got my IKEA Lazy Susan and I've got my new one, but I will re- re- continue to use the IKEA one because it... The other yeah, one's just for videos. My one that I had, and I don't know, um, <laughs> was so is so worn. Well, I do need to get one, a new one anyway. But I like to airbrush on it, yes. so the board had absorbed quite a few <laughs> colours, quite a bit of the colour. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I I wash mine. I put mine. I don't put it through the dishwasher. No, I wouldn't advise there. it. Um, but I do it bows. Ah, oh, that'd be the heat then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do put mine in the sink and wash it down. And I use mine for, for airbrushing and that. But And I think I've had mine, God, years, years and years. So I recommend if you if you need a turntable and you don't want to spend £40 or £80 on an Ateco one, which is what I did have in my basket at first, um, go to Ikea, get one for eight quid. It's called Snudder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> S-N-U-D-D-A, snudder. It probably means something in yeah. turntable, maybe. Do you say snudder? Snudder. Snudder? <laughs> I don't know. I'm English. Snudder, mate, innit? Snudder. Yeah, snudder. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it like that. Snudder. <laughs> but yeah, so that is my product of the week. Product of the week. <laughs> oh gosh right i think that's us done so um yeah we've got lots of guests coming up um yeah got some very exciting projects on the horizon potentially my god can't say too much but really exciting um oh also who is up for a live podcast recording I did Nobody. put it out. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll shut up then. <laughs> no, I did put out on Instagram about if we did a live recording um, and we recorded it and we had Instagram live going at the same time. So people can ask. So it's, we did a Q&A and people could ask us questions. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I really? think it'd be really cool. So we could both have our phones and we could also have our recording equipment at the same time. And people could ask us live questions and answer, and we can answer them and we can have conversations with them. Um, thinking possibly early September, don't know. Would it be best morning, early afternoon, late afternoon, um i think we'll probably do it monday or tuesday because that's when cake makers are more chilled yeah generally um so if anyone has any strong views when you would like us to do this live (laughs) recording tell us i thought you were going to say strong views on us (laughs) (laughs) no we don't want to know them (laughs) not unless they're good (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah so that's what we so if we yeah I will talk about it more on Instagram, but I think that's a clacking idea. Yes. A live. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, yeah. Something different. Yeah. We can do this. We're, yeah. we're technologically. We're professionals. 
<laughs> yeah, on that, should we go? <laughs> yeah. We're lying now. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. No, we're no. not. We're we good. are professionals. We've been doing this long enough. We are professionals. Yeah. 50 seconds, 57 episodes in, we're definitely professionals. Nearly my age. <laughs> it's past your age. <laughs> right, okay. Um, see you next time, I guess, with another amazing guest. Bye. <laughs> Listeners of the Business of Cake Making can subscribe to Creative Cake Design for a year for just $2.00 which is about £1.65-ish. Creative Cake Design knows cake making is an art and wants to be your go-to place to nourish your creativity. Use our special link, go.creativecakedesign.com forward slash DCC to take advantage of this 97% discount offer. <laughs>